Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's too much information out there. How do I keep it straight? Everybody's got their own truths these days. How do I keep it all together? Let's help you know a little more about news dieting. This episode of Know a Little More is a little different than the usual because it is going to be based on my own opinions, not the facts that are out there. And you can tell me if you hate this and I'll never do it again, if enough of you hate it. Not just one of you. One of you is going to hate it. That's just the rule of averages. But instead of a look at what's out there, which is what we like to do, I'm going to try to give you the benefit of my own experience about how to handle information. This is a theory that I've been working on, and you may or may not agree with it, and that's fine. But I look at all the problems people are having with misinformation, uh, misunderstanding uh, everything from being led you know, down the rabbit hole to conspiracy theories, which is what everybody seems to focus on, to what I think is a more widespread and easier to solve issue of just not quite getting the right story based on what you read. There are people who get pulled into a conspiracy theory and uh, lose touch with anyone outside their bubble, right? And that's what the news likes to focus on because, hey, that's a great story. But how many people in your life do you know who are that far down the rabbit hole? Maybe one or two. I'm sure you do. But most people, do most of your friends, you know, think that either one extreme or the other is the way the world works? No, most of us actually have a fairly moderate understanding of the world. But how many times have you ran into somebody who is expressing knowledge about something that you know a lot about and you find out that they're not getting it right and they're not getting it right is now leading them to conclude things that are wrong because they didn't get it right. And sometimes that's because they only read a headline or they read a rather skewed article, not from a, an extreme source, but just a, a source that, you know, was a little more clickbaity than another. That's where news dieting comes in. News dieting is my phrase for treating information like food. Let me explain. Food used to be scarce. And because of that, we developed as humans 
to really value fats and sugars because they were scarce. And fats and sugars can really help you have energy and get through the lean times. Uh, so we love to eat fats and sugars and other things. But because now those fats and sugars are not rare, our bodies still crave them as if they were and we weigh too much of them because they aren't rare. And we can just walk to our fridge and pull one out whenever we feel like it. Hence, dieting became something that went from meaning what I eat to changing what I eat in a way that usually is meant to help you lose weight. Uh, but more and more often, I, I think uh, even better, is meant to help you be healthier, have healthier hearts and lungs, etc. Information is following a similar path. Information used to be scarce. Way back on the savannah, paying attention to the clickbait news of a tiger being in the grass was probably a really great way to survive. Even if that tiger wasn't in the grass, it kept you away from tigers and it kept you from being eaten. It's an oversimplification, but I think you get where I'm going with this. As information became more widespread, we'd have shortcuts for understanding the world. Now, some of those had no consequences because the effects we could have as people were limited, right? If I believed that the king was an alien lizard man, uh, you know, in the 1300s, it's likely that few people heard me say that, and it's likely that the effect of me saying that had much influence. An even more useful way to think about this is information didn't trickle down in large amounts. So it was a lot easier to tell what was credible information because you had fewer sources to look at and say, oh, okay, that came from the government. So I know, uh, you know, the king's always going to say a certain thing this way, but I can kind of tell how to interpret that. And this came from my friend down the road. And this came from a reputable guy in the next town, but you didn't have that many sources, right? So you were going to get a higher percentage of quality information just based on the sources because it took more to get quality information out to you. Nowadays, you have all the information. So all the kinds of nits you can pick with, with my, uh, my examples here, I'm sure. But you can't argue that we have gone from having a narrower pipe of information to an endless buffet. We have gone from having evolved our brains to pay attention to the important information to having all information look important. All information is like the fats and the sweets. We can get anything we want anytime, and there's no natural way anymore to have a break on bad information having an impact or kind of narrow down the pipe to have a higher percentage of quality information. It's now on us, like it is with food, to decide, instead of what we put in our stomachs, what we put in our minds. So my idea of approaching information, and particularly news, with that mindset means that you have to put yourself on a diet. Cut out the fats and the sweets. Yeah, man, those clickbaity stories about like, hey, did you see what this model looks like these days? Uh, can you believe uh, the killer that is threatening your community? These are the kinds of things that used to only show up in the tease to the 10 o'clock news, right? Now they show up all the time, every minute in front of you online. So you have to resist the urge to eat the fats and the sweets of news. You have to put yourself on a diet. Now, just like with food, 
There's a lot of people peddling a diet that won't work. <laughs> There's a lot of shysters out there taking advantage of the fact that we actually don't have a lot of experience with news dieting. So the one thing I'm not going to do here is give you a prescription for your news diet. Uh, sadly, a lot more work needs to be done on what this glut of information means to us uh, before we can say, okay, the science shows that if you eat the Mediterranean diet of news, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be healthier. We need to do that work. We don't we don't have that work for news, but that doesn't mean you're hopeless. What you can do is do a little bit of testing yourself. What news actually ends up helping you? Not helping you win an argument, but helping you understand. Pay attention to the consequences for the news sources you look at. Which news sources end up bearing out the story? Which news sources blasted a headline that you later realized, whether you wanted to or not, wasn't really what was going on, right? And some of this requires you to kind of double check your own biases and assumptions. But you'll start to get a feel for like, you know what, this story seems to really be explaining to me what's going on versus that one over there got me really excited. But when I started thinking about it a little more, it was full of holes. This is how I handle technology news for Daily Tech News Show. I read from a wide variety of sources, but over time, I've learned that certain sources end up being satisfactory more often than others. So without throwing anybody under the bus, you'll hear me on Daily Tech News Show say, Ming-Chi Kuo, who is often right, says there's a rumor or estimates that the supply chain will do X, Y, and Z to Apple. Mark Gurman, who has a great track record, has said that he thinks blah, 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 blah about Apple. Usually it's about Apple, but, you know, that's because of clickbait, right? But I don't pass along the rumors from other sources who have turned out not to be right very often. That's just one example. There's there's more subtle examples of, say, Ars Technica being the place where I may not see the story first, but I know I have a high chance of seeing the story explained right, explaining things to me that the other stories didn't, that change how I think about the story. That's what I look for. It's like, wait a minute, nobody else said this, and this now makes that crazy headline make a little more sense, right? If you're Looking at news and saying, how could that possibly be? You need to keep looking for other sources because the really good sources will explain to you how that could possibly be rather than just making you feel like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. Right. Uh, so that's how you can sort of, you know, try to figure out what stuff makes you feel better, what stuff gives you a sugar rush, but then leaves you hungry. Those kind of food analogies for news. Anyway, uh, that's my approach to news dieting. Again, it's not a, a fix it for helping you with information, but some methods you can use until we have better understanding of this new information glut that we live in. Anyway, I hope that helps you know a little more about news dieting. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.